Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Comet Boy by Paul Alex Gray. I swear, Mickey is the weirdest guy ever, but painting huge symbols on neighborhood roofs is the most bizarre thing he's done. He asked me to help when the news broke that a comet from outside the solar system would come spinning around Earth. Right now, he's circling above me on a garage roof, the corrugated metal buckling in a sketchy way. He's always been odd, even when we were little. I mean, he never wanted to ride the big wheel, which even my mom thought was strange. When all the kids would play, he'd stare up at the sky. Okay, he says, done. I step back, squinting in the afternoon light. Above the house, I see the comet, a wispy white smear sliced into the hazy summer sky. It's been all over the news, and tonight, it's going to come closest to Earth. There's a loud flump as Mickey lands beside me. He shakes his paintbrush and gets on his bike, motioning for me to follow. We've been doing this all summer, in between sleeping in, playing Xbox, and smoking cigarettes. We ride around the suburbs with cans of pink paint stashed in our backpacks. I'm totally convinced we're going to get busted soon, but Mickey somehow finds places when no one's home. I went up once to see what he was painting, figuring it must be giant cocks or something stupid. But it was a strange circle shape with squiggly lines inside. Why are you doing this? I'd asked. You won't discern anything from one, he had said. A car beeps and I move closer to the side of the road as it passes. One more, I say. Then let's go to Jesse's. One more will suffice. Gonna suck when summer's done, right? I ask, pedaling beside him. What's next will be quite different. What's next? I ask, as he drops his bike onto someone's long dead patch of lawn. You're a good person, he says. Totally not weird, right? Afterwards, we toss the paint cans in a dumpster and ride up to Jesse's place in the hills. It's a long way, and it's hot as hell, but it'll be a great place to watch the comet. Jesse's dad's a wreck, but he's got a sweet old combi van that looks out over the whole town. He isn't violent or crazy, just kind of checked out. He's got to know that we get into his bourbon, but he never chews us up. Mickey even rides his bike weird with his arms crossed, not even touching the handles. I could do that for a bit, maybe, to show off. Mickey just about does it the whole way. The air's dry and smells like bush smoke, and all around us echoes with the sound of cicadas or some other bugs. My legs are killing me, and my throat feels rough. I better have water before I get stuck into the bourbon. It's evening by the time we get to the combi, and sure enough, Jesse and Amy are making out on the old couch out front. Damn thing's disgusting. Full of dust and bugs, and probably rats and rat shit, too. I bet they boned on it. Well, well, says Jesse. What's happening, boys? asks Amy. Oh, just painting roofs like regular weirdos, I say. 
Whoa, Mickey, yells Jesse, turning. I don't mind your artistic pension in the valley, but you're not painting my dad's van. Hey! Mickey's already on top of the combi, but he just sits down and crosses his legs. You can see now, he says. Amy smiles at me, and her lips say WTF, but we all climb up to join him. It's dusty as shit up here, but it's cool sitting on top. We've got an amazing place to watch the comet, which seems to be growing bigger by the second. A glowing gash cut in the night. Mickey, my man, says Jesse, passing a bottle. That's quite the project. I follow his gaze down to the suburbs. They're dried out and dead, spliced by snaking black roads and the roofs. Marked with pink symbols, patterns, and shapes. So many. Hundreds, maybe. Had we really done that many? He must have been going out alone, too. The paint glimmers in the light from the comet, reflecting bright, almost like it's wet. I follow the lines that arc out in a giant circle, wrapped in and around the houses. Jesse gives me the bourbon, and I take a swig. What is it, Mickey? I ask although I'm not sure what sort of answer he'll give me. He's lying beside me, staring up. A message. The comet is incredibly bright now. Its tail twinkles, little fragments of light stripping away. There's sound, too. A vibration that hums and drowns out the crickets or cicadas. I look back and see our shadows twisting out longer, then collapsing and disappearing. Jesse nudges me with his elbow. I see his lips mouthing, holy shit. There's so much noise now, high and low pitched all together. Then suddenly everything stops and there's just bright light above and all around. White light, like the middle of the day out in the desert. Time to go, says Mickey, and he leaps off the combi. We all stare at him, blinking and squinting. There's a different kind of light up ahead golden and warm that he's walking right into. The light's shifting already, slipping up and away, pulling back from the world below. I know it's not coming back. Mickey pauses and turns back to us, and I jump off the combi, and he says, Coming? But I'm already walking towards him. I'm coming. This has been Comet Boy, written by Paul Alex Gray and first appearing in Fictive Dream. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manowaker Studios' flash fiction podcast, Zenda, who refilled the factory's generators with the black stuff, ran bets with company tokens. Everyone gambled on how far one thief could get.